0: Hello, Braves fans. Welcome to another edition of State of the Braves. I'm your host, George McNair. It is great to be back with you. Uh, we are still in the doldrums of the MLB lockout. Uh, this is a period of time that we're, we're starting to get a little nervous about what might uh, be going on in those meetings, as uh, the last time they, they spoke was only about a 15-minute meeting. And uh, so we are very hopeful, uh, us, uh, us Braves fans and baseball fans generally, that um, something is going to get done. Uh, both MLB and the Players Association uh, don't seem to be all that interested in reaching any kind of agreement sometime soon. So hopefully they will get their act together and we will not lose any baseball. So uh, again, this podcast right now, I'm dedicating a lot of these episodes to what the Braves need to do once the lockout ends. Of course, I'm assuming at some point the lockout will actually end. <laughs> so let's let's hope that happens. Uh, so last time, I spoke to you guys. I went over what the Braves uh, needed to do their number one thing this offseason to do, and that is, of course, re-sign Freddie Freeman. So uh, go back to that episode if you want to hear all my reasons why the Braves should bring back Freddie and also a couple of reasons why they might be thinking twice about it. Uh, hopefully they will ignore those reasons and bring back the the obvious leader uh, and one of the best players in baseball, Um for the Braves, they need him. So, this episode is about the number two thing the Braves need to do this offseason. And you can really, in some ways, link these two things together both re signing Freddie and this number two thing, which is uh, figure out a way to move Marcel Ozuna. These two things need to happen very quickly as soon as the lockout ends. So, those of you who are perhaps new to um, the Marcelo Ozuna saga, I just want to give you a very brief rundown of what happened last season and then what's what's going on into this year. So uh, Marcel Ozuna, about a third of the way through um, last season, uh, was arrested for domestic violence, a potential incident, well not potential, an incident um, between him and his wife. Uh, he was suspended uh, for the remainder of last season, so did not take part in any of the uh amazing run that the braves had to the world series Uh, and then only this off season did the braves learn that uh, his suspension would be lifted and he would be fully reinstated for this season so the question is what do you do with marcel ozuna moving forward Uh, he was an mvp candidate in the shortened 2020 season Uh, so incredibly talented uh, particularly from the offensive side uh, of the game limited defensively but here we have uh, potentially or it sounds like definitely that the, the dh is coming to the national league so uh, in terms of on the field it seems like marcelo zuna would would perhaps slide in very nicely uh, back into the braves lineup but there's all of these different um, things in play as to do you bring him back or not based off of the off the field issues the impact to the clubhouse All those different things. So we're going to get into some potential things that the Braves uh, need to um, toss around the options uh, regarding Marcelo Zuna and what they should do uh, this offseason. So option, I'm just going to go through each option really quickly and then I'll break down each one from there. So option one would be to cut Marcelo Zuna. So you simply get rid of him. You eat the money. Uh, This is a significant amount of money. He is still owed $48 million over the next three years. Um, And so, you know, that is obviously going to be painful if the Braves were to do that. Option two would be to trade him uh, for another bad contract uh, of a player that exists on another team. Uh, Option three would be to trade him and prospects uh, to potentially unload more of his money. Um, But then again, that's even more painful in some ways because you're also losing some good prospects out of this. And then the last option would be, of course, to keep Marcelo Zuna and ride out The remainder of his contract. Uh, So I want to kind of dive into each of these options Um, but obviously these first three options are all about getting rid of Marcel Ozuna and so here generally are some reasons why I think the Braves should consider um, strongly consider getting rid of Marcel. Uh, You know and I I just want to make sure that I, I say this, recognize that i don't know all the facts of the ozuna case of course um only probably a very few people do know exactly what happened with him and his wife so i'm not going to make any judgments on that um just trying to keep things on the field and in the clubhouse so even if he is remorseful about uh, his role in what happened last year i just don't see that uh, i don't see how his presence will be uh beneficial to the braves how it will be best for the team to try to reinsert him into the clubhouse. Um, He did something that's not only reprehensible, um, but also something that hurt the team in the process. You know, you're not an island of yourself. Your actions um, certainly impact other people. And, um, you know, the more serious thing, obviously, is how this impacted his family, but it also impacted uh, his teammates and what they were trying to do in the middle of the season. I think it absolutely hurt them. I think some of their mid-season struggles uh, were around this. It wasn't really talked about on, you know, on the uh, the broadcast and that sort of thing. But I mean, how could it not affect you when one of your friends, uh, you know, all of this comes to light, um, your teammate, all this, you know, and then of course losing him just in the uh, in the lineup has a lot of impact. So I just imagine that trying to bring him back is going to cause a lot of division within the locker room. You're going to have some guys who want to embrace him and bring him back immediately. You're going to have other guys who probably want no part of him, uh, and then everybody in between. And you can just see how this is going to insert um, an issue into the clubhouse that, I mean, why would you really want to do that? The other thing to keep in mind is even though he had a great 2020 season, uh, Marcel had a very poor, he was having a very poor 2021 season um, only hit a few home runs and he's a power hitter I mean he, he, I think he was hitting around 200 when he he actually got injured um, and then after his injuries when he got suspended for the domestic violence incident um, so you might not you know his value even on the field is kind of questionable because of all of his struggles that he was having uh, last season all right so let's go ahead and get into each of these options now that we've kind of covered generally uh, my thoughts as to why you might want to get rid of Marcel. So, the first option is to cut him, and like I said, this is a painful option. It is the quickest option, um, and that that matters uh, because acting quickly, uh, you know, with this lockout, you're not going to have a lot of time uh, to get things done and shape your team. Uh, so, I think quick action is very beneficial. But again, he is owed 48 million dollars over the next three years of this contract so by eating all of that money the braves are not um, you know the yankees uh, in terms of they can just uh, eat that kind of money or the dodgers and and not feel it Um, they would definitely feel it and would probably limit what they could do this offseason so there's definitely some negatives to doing that Uh, so much of what you can do to build the team might be hindered uh, but you would get quick resolution out of this uh, you also would get some clarity on uh, some of your most important needs, which is outfield and DH. If he's going to be there, uh, then you really don't have a need at DH. Um, but if he's not, uh, then obviously it at least opens up one, one need that you would still have to address quickly this off-season. Uh, in later, um, probably our next uh, podcast episode, I will address some of the outfield and DH needs. So look forward to that. Um, The other thing that I've already mentioned, I think I mentioned it in the in the Freddie Freeman uh, episode last time, is that this should not be a prerequisite for signing Freddie Freeman. In other words, signing Freddie should be the first thing you do. Uh, You shouldn't have to say, well, you know, if we can unload some of Marcel's money, then we can add a little more to Freddie. Freddie, sorry, you got to wait until we can we can figure this out first. I think you need to move on Freddie first. All right, so now we get to what I think might be the most important thing that is being overlooked and the most important thing to consider uh, when talking about potentially bringing back Marcel Ozuna. And that is the connection to Freddie Freeman. You know, we have uh, Freddie not under contract. We have Marcel under contract. And uh, you know, in my mind, those things need to be reversed. But um, what what I don't think can happen is that you allow Freddie to go in free agency, and you bring back Marcelo Zuna. I think the message that that sends uh, to the Braves fans um, and to uh, the rest of the guys in the clubhouse is just terrible. Uh, we know the the quality of character of Freddie Freeman. We know what kind of leader he is. Uh, he's been a Brave for so long and been so loyal and and. Uh, and all those things, and I think it would just leave a tremendously bad taste in the mouths of a lot of people uh, if Ozuna is wearing a Braves uniform next year and Freddie Freeman is not. Um, if you can just think about you know, that, picture that, um, and, and envision that for next season, I think it's a pretty stark thing to think about, and so I, I really hope that um, the Braves are considering uh, that impact that it could really have on the organization long-term and that that doesn't happen. Uh, so the next thing that I want to consider in terms of Ozuna uh, is uh, the op- the option of dumping his contract or at least part of his contract um, and how <clears throat> that might be more valuable than just eating his money. Because again, the Braves seem to be operating uh, more uh, regarding uh, dollars and cents, uh, than just about uh, what's best on the field. Unfortunately, that that seems to be the case. You know, the Braves are not the New York Yankees. They're not the Dodgers. They they certainly have to consider the cost of players. So it's it's not going to be near as easy for them to just simply dump forty eight million dollars and not worry about it. So the next thing I want to do is really dive into. Some of the potential uh, dudes out there who uh, they might be willing to target, these guys um, are under bad contracts as well. Um, Ozuna, you know, the thing about Ozuna is he has some value as an actual player. I mean, even though he was having a bad 2021, uh, there's still some hope that he's not totally out of his prime, that he could come in and, and actually be a fairly elite hitter again. Uh, And so if there's a team that believes that he can do that and is, um, you know, willing to believe that he's turned a corner uh, personally or, you know, that sort of thing, you know, maybe there's a team out there that's willing to give him a second chance. Uh, So, you know, keeping that in mind, I I think a a team that would be willing to take on Ozuna is probably a team that either, you know, has money to burn um, and really has a need uh, for another big right-handed hitter, or uh, potentially a team that is really looking to um, bring on some prospects. Maybe they're a team that has a weak farm system, and so the Braves could package some some prospects with Ozuna um, to to make a deal like this happen. Uh, none of these guys are going to be you know uh, sexy picks. They're not going to be they're not going to be guys that are, that will likely be huge difference makers for Atlanta. They tend to be guys that are. On the back end of their career and are being overpaid right now and that's why we would consider them uh, being under a having a bad contract you know so this is not a a place really you want to be in unfortunately it's it's a place that brace fans are kind of familiar with i mean you think back not too long ago matt kemp you know we took on his contract for a bad contract you think to bj upton i'll I'll get into bj um uh, in a little bit and we'll kind of uh, revisit that move and kind of what you have to package together in order to move a bad contract. Um, so this is not new to Braves fans, unfortunately. But you know, th- this is the price you pay uh, for for making a deal that you shouldn't have made. And and unfortunately, you know, I don't fault Anthopolis too much for making this deal. Uh, you didn't know what was going to happen uh, with the domestic violence incident, uh, but it did happen, and so here we are. So, anyways, here are some possible guys that I foresee the Braves going after uh, if they can exchange. Um, Ozuna's contract uh, in return. So the first is Madison Bumgarner. Uh, this is a big name guy. He's going to sound like, you know, uh, a hall of famer. And I don't know, maybe, maybe he would be in, in the future, but you know, he has tremendous postseason exploits. Um, but he's a few years removed from that. And he's a shoulder injury removed from that. Uh, he's never really been the same since that, that shoulder injury. Uh, here he is with the Diamondbacks. He's making, He's going to make $58 million uh, total over three years. Um, You know, so why would uh, the Diamondbacks make this move? You know, this is one where I think uh, this is a little less likely just because unless the Braves uh, pair some some prospects to this because I just don't see why the the Diamondbacks would just want to bring in Ozuna. and I think I think Bumgarner is, is um, well respected in that club, clubhouse, even though he hasn't really um, done much on the field lately. Um, the next guy. Oh, and I also want to mention this. You know, the Braves do need a back end starter, and so even though he's incredibly expensive for that, he would at the very least fill that role. Uh, so there is some value to maybe um, exploring that. All right. So the next guy I want to explore is someone that Braves fans are very familiar with. And that is Jason Hayward. And yes, you heard me right, uh, potentially bringing back Jason Hayward. <laughs> now, I have a love-hate relationship with Hayward. I love this guy when he came up with the Braves. Um, you know, he looked like the next great um, Brave might have his you know jer- number retired one day. And after uh, one or two good seasons, you know, Braves fans, it just all fell apart for him. And I think it all comes down to his swing. I've never liked his swing. You know, he rolls over balls all the time and as elite as he has been in right field, he just can't consistently, um, put the bat on the ball, uh, particularly with any authority for as big of a dude as he is. But nonetheless, I mean, I really do respect Hayward personally. I, he is, you know, a great clubhouse guy. He's, he's great in right field. So he's going to bring a lot, um, just not a lot of hitting. <laughs> so, um, You know, you bring him in, he's making $49 million over the next two years. This is kind of a notorious contract that uh, the Cubs gave to Hayward. And so, yeah, you're overpaying him. You're bringing him in. You're not really saving any money. uh, But at the very least, you're getting a serviceable outfielder, um, and you're able to dump Ozuna. So is this one my favorite option out of these guys? No, it's not. But, you know, Hayward is a really solid dude. Uh, and if you are assuming that Freddie Freeman is coming back, you know, it's well known that these guys are like best friends. So I'm sure Freddie would love, uh, for him to come in and it would certainly be a seamless, uh, thing in the clubhouse, which is one of my biggest issues of why I want to dump Ozuna. So, Hey, uh, um, bringing Freddie or bringing, um, bringing Jason Hayward back, uh, maybe it even improves the clubhouse some, but I just don't know how much you're going to get on the field. All right, my number three guy is Justin Upton. Uh, he is making $28 million, uh, but this is the final year of a massive contract that the Angels gave him. Uh, he's very much getting up there in age. Um, he also, you know, he can still hit some hit some home runs. He's still got power. He can, he can do some things with the bat. Uh, he probably would certainly slide into that DH role um, as the DH is coming to the National League next year. Uh, and I think one of the biggest positives to this is that um 28 million dollars is a ton of money but it is only you know over one year and you get through next year and and you're done with it you can you can allow him to move on um hopefully you get something out of him uh, but then you're done with it and um so it might limit you for this season because that's so much money to commit for for one season but i think this one is actually one of the more likely um partners you could find uh the angels you know uh, on the field, Ozuna is better than Upton, I think, um, at his best. And so maybe they view that as, uh, you know, they've been trying to get to the playoffs for a long time with Mike Trout, and maybe they would view this as, as a chance they would be willing to take. Um, all right, Lorenzo Cain uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, he's only making, I say only, he's only making $18 million over one year. So this is the last year of his contract. Um you know, Kane is um, often injured, uh, but he's a pretty well-respected guy. You know, he, he won a World Series with the Royals and was um, a star at that point in his career. So he's kind of past that. Um, but, you know, because of uh, his contract, the Braves would probably have to attach one or two prospects to this deal. And again, that's assuming that the Brewers would even want to do this deal. Um So, you know, would they? I don't know. Uh, But Kane might be someone that uh, you could look to if the Brewers are looking to add some thump to their lineup. Uh, Okay, Mike Moustakis is the next guy. He is making $34 million over the next two years. You know, He's kind of a second baseman, third baseman, maybe first baseman uh, option. I think more than likely, actually, he would slide to a DH role as well. The benefit here is even though he hasn't had um, a great one or two, previous seasons he's not that far removed from being pretty good um and at least he brings you some power from the left side which is I think a positive for the Braves lineup again this is a guy that would probably slide into the DH role um so I don't know much about Moustakis in terms of you know what he does in the clubhouse uh, how popular a guy he is that sort of thing um but another guy that maybe you could you could look at and he's not making quite as much so you get maybe a little bit of savings on the back end you know over only two years left on his deal all right and the last guy is also going to be very familiar to Braves fans josh donaldson so donaldson i think is actually 37 now he's he's definitely getting up there in age um he has 37 million dollars remaining on two years of his contract so um, you know he will definitely be and Remember, Braves fans, the reason the Braves did not sign Donaldson and went after Ozuna in the first place was that extra year that Milwaukee was, or sorry, that um, that Minnesota was willing to give him. So now would they go out and sign him now? I don't know, but you know he did have a great season for the Braves when he was there. Uh, this one would probably also require at least an additional prospect to get this done, and again, that is if. Um, if Minnesota would even be willing to do this deal. So there's a lot of question marks with every one of these guys regarding <clears throat> would, would the team that they're with even want Ozuna? I do like the Justin Upton deal the most, just in terms of, I think it could actually get done if the angels are are willing to consider it. All right. So uh, I want to just revisit really quickly uh, way back that, B.J. Upton, we're talking about all the Uptons today, but B.J. Upton and his deal, you know, where the Braves had to dump him and his contract to the Padres. I think this was in 2015. So this was at the beginnings of the Braves rebuild, uh, which was very painful for for all of us. Uh, Sorry to bring this up, but I think it's helpful to recall that and kind of what it took uh, to dump a contract. Uh, you know, Upton, I, I hated this deal when Frank Wren signed Upton. Um, I, I didn't believe in, in Upton cause he'd really only had one great year and you know, it, it definitely didn't work out. He was a terrible brave. I, I don't have anything against him personally, but, but he played terribly for the Braves. Um, so the Braves sent BJ Upton and Craig Kimbrell, you know, all Braves fans love Craig Kimbrell. Um, so they had to attach Kimbrel to this deal, and they got Matt Whistler, Carlos Clinton, Cameron Maben, Parabek, and uh, the forty-first pick in the draft, which ended up being Austin Riley. So Riley kind of saved this deal, uh, and you know, in the long term, it's actually looks pretty good for the Braves simply because of Riley. But you can just picture, okay, the Braves really had to attach some significant value. Uh, in order to get anything in return um, for, you know, Upton and Kimbrell. So that I think is helpful. I don't think the Braves are going to attach um, a current star uh, to Ozuna. I don't see that happening unless they're just more desperate than we know to get to, to unload him. Uh, but I do see them maybe attaching one or two prospects to make it happen. Um, you know, the downside of that is the Braves don't have as many high, high quality prospects as they have in the past and so they're they're dealing from a place of of weakness instead of a place of strength so that's never a good a good place to be in but i do think that's what makes this uh a more um likely thing to happen all right the last thing i want to do is um consider the braves bringing marcel ozuna back and it's should be no no secret that i don't want that to happen but let's let's at least consider um this happening. I think the only way you can do this and do it well, if you're going to bring back Ozuna, is to re-sign Freddie Freeman. Uh, you know, I kind of mentioned this already. How bad it would look if you bring back Ozuna and let Freddie go. But I also think the only way you can bring back Ozuna is if Freddie is in the clubhouse. You know, he is your stability. He's your team leader. Um, and if he's willing to give Ozuna a chance, you know, and, and kind of unify the clubhouse, then I think it potentially works. It's not guaranteed to work, but I think it potentially works. Um, so that's, that's kind of on the field in the clubhouse. Now, even then, I don't like the, the potential that it brings, and I don't like the message it sends to um, Braves country that, you know, Marcel Ozuna is kind of welcome back with open arms. Uh, so, you know, there, there's so many unknowns about how that would work in the clubhouse uh, that I just don't think you'd go there. Um, you know, that being said, Marcel could be totally remorseful and he could be a changed man after this incident. He could come in say all the right things. He could be the model teammate. He could be 100% motivated on and off the field. Um, and it could, it could end up being a, a wonderful story. I mean, I hope that he and his wife, you know, all of that is okay. Um, so yeah, all of that could happen and you want to give up a, a, a space for forgiveness and growth and all of those things. Um, but I just don't think that it it should happen in Atlanta, right? I'm, I wish Marcel the best. I hope he turns his life around. I hope all this is, is for the better for him. Um, and that he is given a second chance somewhere, but I just don't think it should be with the Braves. Uh, I don't think his best chance, um, is with Atlanta for, for those things to happen, you know, fresh start, second chance and all that, um, would maybe be best somewhere else. So again, I, I think there are too many unknowns. I think there's too much chance for division, uh, in the clubhouse, if you bring back Ozuna. So that's my take. Um, thanks for listening everybody. Uh, don't forget to follow uh, state of the Braves and like the show on Spotify. And, uh, you can also check out my, my video format of the show, on YouTube. See you soon, Brace fans. Have a good one.